Welcome to the Starch Solution Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Healthy Emmy. I am a nutritionist and the creator of the Slim on Starch program. If you want to lose weight on a plant-based diet, listen to this podcast. Also, bonus points, go and watch all of my YouTube videos, Healthy Emmy on YouTube. But if you're really serious about this, go to healthyemmy.org, apply to work with me as well as a mindset coach and a nutrition coach, and let's do this thing. Now, on to the podcast. Emotional regulation through food. Food when we're happy, food when we're sad, food is our companion, and food is our enemy. Many of my clients are very familiar with this struggle. Today, my client Darlene shares her story from when she was a little girl and would use food to regulate her emotions, food for love, food for sadness, having to shop in the woman's section when she was just a child, doing diet after diet into her adult years, And then finally, she and I meeting and working together in the Slim on Starch program and how she freed herself from that relationship with food. She was able to release the weight. Her before and after photo is just remarkable. And she talks about the mental and emotional transformation that she went through through our work together. What I find particularly special is that she doesn't even mention the weight loss in this entire interview, yet she lost nearly 50 pounds and she's coming up on 60 years young. She's 58 at the time of this interview. So as you can see, the release in weight was a positive consequence of her freeing herself from this prison with food. Her story is so inspirational and I'm so thrilled to be able to share it. My story starts, my weight journey starts with jelly rolls, raw cookie dough, tamales, uh, and wedding cakes. And I remember as a child running into the, into the kitchen and sneaking raw cookie dough. Um, we had a business in the house. Uh, in the household, my mother was a baker. So there were always foods around that were high in calories. So wedding cakes, German chocolate cakes. And I was always behind my mom's coattail kind of tasting and getting the leftovers. Um, the other thing that, that was pervasive in the, in the household was mental illness. So mom was having a lot of issues and didn't really have time to teach little Darlene the best tools for for how to navigate emotions. So she would take me to buy jelly rolls. And Surma's Bakery on Nogalitos in San Antonio, Texas, uh, was where she would take me. And as a child, I loved sweets. So not only was it, you know, in the household every week, her business was, was thriving with pastries, um, the jelly rolls that I would get, you know, when I was, when she felt I should be comforted. Um, and then growing up in, in a Latina household where there are very high calorically dense foods like tamales. And I remember my mom used to love to cook. And so she, I remember her teaching me that you keep putting lard in the dough and you drop a little piece of lard into water, a cup of water until it floats. So that's how that's how much lard would go in. To there were foods that were high in fat. And grade school, Darlene just started to obviously wait and have a lot of issues with um, 
self-esteem as you can imagine kids in grade school aren't nice are can be can be mean and hurtful um so shame very much was a big part of of this journey buying clothes was a big part of this journey because way back then we didn't have um we didn't have big girl clothing stores for kids and so i remember going with my mother to the women's department and buying you know mumu type blouses and 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 that brings me so much sadness for little darlene because i didn't want to be wearing a mumu to to school to grade school but but that was the clothes that fit at the time um and so as i got older um you know i would try different weight loss programs so i did weight watchers for a while i did atkins um i did the keto diet um and i even tried uh exercising and working out with the trainer and a nutritionist and kind of being hammered with you know you got to eat big amounts of protein to lose weight and all of those things worked for a while but one thing that didn't click but clicked so easily with you was that i i was always trying to figure out the formula to be able to still have these high calorie foods in my life but have the body that i wanted and the and the ability to let the obsession with food just be lifted from me and those things are not congruent and seeing that through your program is what really made a difference as a younger kid i didn't really have physical you know arthritis and stuff like that but there was a very dense dense emotional trauma that i lived with as a child just because of the environment i grew up with and food was my companion my comfort my reward it was part of my culture so those neural pathways in my brain were very deep um and so because of the psychological emotional issues that i had i started studying buddhism and reading those books and learning about spirituality and that kind of led me into a path of stopping eating meat and it seemed to be the first step i took that really jived with the type of person i wanted to be and so as i got older um i started letting animal protein go away you know not not eating animal protein first red meat then turkey then chicken um most recently i was working out maybe i don't know 3 or 4 years ago with a trainer uh when we lived in Natick Massachusetts Longfellow Health Club shout out to Massachusetts from Texas um and Mike my trainer i told him i was doing this meeting with you to thank him and give him much gratitude because just in passing in one of the training sessions he said hey i know of this vegan nutritionist and maybe you could figure out you know see if if she could help because he was always trying to tell me well will you eat some tuna fish will you eat some fish and i was like no i'm not going to eat fish you know i i didn't know what to eat to get the amount of protein i didn't know if i was getting enough protein because i thought that was going to help me be able to lose weight along with the exercise and so i started following you and for a couple of years before before i joined i don't think i was mentally prepared yet 
Um, but one thing stood out, your, your, your videos were concise. You, you had an energy about you and you always seemed to be teaching me something that was in that little snippet that was enticing. And I wanted to learn more. And, and I, you know, even, even with my background as a health professional and a degree in, in a health profession, you know, it's very different to learn from a book and, and then to be able to walk the experience and know what to, how and what to put in the refrigerator and, and, and how to, how to make this a living part of your life. So, um, I extracted myself from, from a way of living where I was just anxious, stressed during COVID, doing, doing a lot of work, um, in my profession. And it just was not sustainable. I moved all the way to Texas to be closer to family, a much slower lifestyle. And that afforded me time to really figure out who I wanted to be and realize that I couldn't any longer have this food addiction that was always in my head thinking about what restaurant to stop. You know, what calories can I sneak in that somehow I thought weren't going to end up on the scale and on my body? Um, and so I think one of the things that I'm proudest of when I look back is that that little Darlene that still is inside this Darlene, she never gave up on herself. She had trust. She was brave. You know, and and so shout out to that little avatar, because when her back was against the wall, she didn't she didn't give up on herself. And that's that's really important because I even tried the, um, you know, the I forgot what it's called, like the body love. Just just I'm just going to be who I am. And I was actually thinking of this yesterday because that makes me think a little bit. Well, am I just vain because I now like how I look and. And that's not it at all. I'm no prettier now than I was then. But when I look at myself now, I see myself in alignment with the principles of who I want to be so that I'm happy with who I'm looking at. It has no, I, no, no, nothing to do with, hey, I'm having a good hair day or my pimple or my makeup is on good today. It's, it's really looking at the depths of who I am and seeing that that food addiction doesn't run my life, that I know what I'm having for breakfast. I know the role food has in my life and your program does that. And I think it was really a an Emmy take the wheel sort of moment because I was out of, I was out, I really felt I was out of options. Things couldn't work. I was living a vegan lifestyle, but with all processed food, and and it wasn't working the weight was still was still going up and up you know i remember in college putting i don't know why on college applications they want you to put your weight and i was like 230 and i would always put 180 you know i was i was lying for some reason i thought like that's not shameful that's that's doable you know so you know some wearing women's clothing to 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 putting that on on college applications, to finding your program, to trusting myself. So, so really, what I have accomplished. I mean, the clothes fit. 
I get to to buy the clothes that I like. They're less expensive when they're smaller. I'm at my goal weight. Um, and I know what to, you know, what to eat for my meals, how to live my vegan lifestyle that I'll never go away from. And my self-esteem is high. I, I really feel a good sense of self-worth. What I didn't expect, what I didn't really realize was the amount of emotional, mental energy cells that were being taken up by food. Even something as simple as going to the grocery store now is so liberating. You know, lettuce, cucumbers, celery, you know, mushrooms. I know my my stuff. I don't have to venture to the bakery and see what type of pastry or bread is there. But I know if I do want that bread, what to look for and how to fit it into my plan. And I know the bread recipe that I actually like that's better, which is your recipe, which is my one of my weight maintenance foods that I always like to go back to. So it, it's your program has allowed me to kind of peel back everything that wasn't working so that I could blossom. And I owe you such a debt of gratitude for that because your program is is really magnificent and and you don't just i i see you don't just have a job and then and then this is your program you live for this your heart is amazing you're patient with us your teaching background helps so much because you literally handhold handheld me throughout the whole process with the modules and the way they work, the way you explain things. One of my characteristics is I like evaluate things and people and say, oh, she could have done this better. This could have been done differently. And I was blown away from the beginning when we first had our meeting to see if I was right for the program. You sent me the these question, this questionnaire. And I was like, hmm, this girl knows what she's doing. I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to give it, you know, some more trust and and keep going. And then even to have a question, a questionnaire about how do I like to receive feedback, you know, and then and then all of the homework. Thinking about my food philosophy, my food philosophy really had to change on a scale of one to 10. I was like 11 and 12 with how food ran my life and and realizing that that just wasn't in sync with who I wanted to be. It's fine if it is for for somebody else, but it wasn't for me. And it has nothing to do with, with how I look in the mirror, but but more about what I see when, when the addiction and obsession and the mental space open ups, opens up. Um, that I'm happier with, with who I am. So if anybody is on the fence about joining, I would say jump in. It is a great, great program. You will not be, be disappointed. As I was reviewing the material last night, it was a perfect time in my life to do it, to do the program because there's weekly things to do. You know, I think it, it's you You were organized and then you made me be organized because you told me we're doing this on Sunday. This is happening. Your mindset coach is going to do this. And and so as long as somebody is able to to be taught, you're the great teacher. And, you know, that saying that says, um, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher arrives. 
And I was so ready. I was so ready holding on to like a, a little thread, like a little kitty, that little, that little meme of a little kitty, but I wasn't going to let go. And, and now here we are. We are, you know, your, your compassion for yourself is exemplary. And I want to touch on that a little bit because the, the darling of the past, if you will, who, like you said, is still inside you. Many clients that, that I work with will have a lot of resentment and frustration with them, with their past selves. And they'll say, why didn't I figure this out sooner? Why did I do that stupid diet? Why was I raised to turn to food? You were doing the absolute best that you could. Your mom was doing the absolute best that she could when she yes. was raising you. If we would have known better, we would have done better, but we just didn't know. And now that we know better, we do better. And the alternative here to having compassion with ourselves is being extremely frustrated with our past selves, which guess what? It's not going to change the past. And so that's a lot of lost energy. Oprah says, you know, forgiveness is letting go of the idea that the past could have been any different. Mm-hmm. It's necessary to just let go of that, have compassion for our, for our past selves, and also recognize that every single step is the one that got you to this call today. So maybe those things were necessary for you to have this amazing breakthrough. That's definitely true. I mean, that's definitely a Zen concept where there are no mistakes. Everything leads you to the next step. And as long as you don't give up on yourself, things are going to work out. And just finding the right teacher at the right time really can make the difference. And any book that we read on self-help always talks about forgiveness and how beating yourself up just puts you back in a corner. So I think maybe because I'm more of a, you know, an older person, I went through those stages of, of beating myself up, but you see that it doesn't really get you anywhere and having, having forgiveness for other people and realizing that's, that's the way to a higher self for myself do it now when you're younger. Don't let, you know, the wisdom be wasted on the old, older people like me who, you know, a couple of years away from 60, but, but the, the younger peop generation that, that may be watching and, and, you know, in their twenties or thirties, you know, that's one of the, the main tenets is forgive yourself for, you know, one of my therapists said once all things have been forgiven through time and space. And, and that just is beautiful to me. You know, the mistakes been that could be in your past and now, you know, opening up to, to a higher sense of self. And it really does have to start with, with what we put in our body and, and how we treat our body because that's the, the, our vessel. Absolutely. Negative thinking is, I was listening to Eckhart Tolle talk about this, how it's addictive and our brains will actually wire themselves to revert back to negative thinking as something comfortable and something that keeps us safe because it's a pain that we can control. And so for for us to step into this place where we free ourselves from it and we decide I'm going to be at peace with this, it's actually kind of frightening because now you're stepping into the place of success and being at peace and you're not in suffering anymore. And you go, 
whoa, this is not familiar to me at all. For you to step into this place where you're at a beautifully healthy weight, you, I mean, your before and after is outstanding. It's remarkable. So how does it feel for you to be in this new space where, oh my gosh, things are actually working. I'm actually healthy. I'm not, I know, you know, in the struggle and in the trying anymore. How does that feel for you? Like I'm out of prison, liberated. I never dreamed past this point. Mm -hmm. So now I just have an open palette to, to create. And it's interesting how, how, you know, I believe that, that we have so many energy cells, let's say 10 in our, in our brain and in our field. And if 9.75 are going to food and what cake can I make and what, what rib can I barbecue, then you have, you know, 0.25 to use for finding joy, finding creativity, cleaning out the closet, adopting a pet pursuing other interests. And now that food has been relegated to its appropriate place for me, maybe now it's 0.5 or one in my life. I have all of these energy cells to think about volunteering, service, um, new projects at work, projects with my partner, projects in the home, relaxing, reading. So it feels liberating. It feels like like a new birth. Health is a halo that can only be seen by the sick. And for my clients like yourself, who from a very young age uh, were robbed of, you know, a clean slate when it comes to health, you go your whole life saying, oh my gosh, to be healthy, to be healthy, to be healthy. So that once you get here, you can really enjoy that priceless feeling of a clean bill of health. So back to what we were saying beforehand, what was originally thought of perhaps as a burden or a frustration really was a gift to allow you to enjoy just the act of being a healthy human and having gratitude for waking up alive and being healthy and not having to worry about these ailments. That's right. I have a question. Yes. You were, you know, we talked about how growing up food was the comfort. Food was the way that love was shown. So now what? Have you found a replacement for that? Have you realized that there might not be a replacement for that? Does love just look different? What now that food is not used in that intense emotional space in your life? Well, one of the, one of the good things, the, the crucial things about your program that none of the other programs have is the mindset coach, which I used as a therapist to delve into those areas. Well, what was always needing the comfort? What was needing the jelly rolls and the German chocolate cake, you know, frosting all the time. So delving into those has helped. So now that my mental house is in order, there are more reasonable things that that bring me joy and comfort. I have a deeper sense of, of appreciation for connections with people, family game night, my my dogs. You know, we, we have four dogs adopting my dogs and, and just loving them. I'm able to feel my emotions more deeply because there isn't this, this anxiety. I have ups and downs just like everybody else, but, but I'm in a better place where 
you know, I don't need that dopamine hit and that high. I could have a good day just kind of hanging out at the house and being myself and reading my books. I'm obsessed with books and reading and learning. And, you know, I have a full-time job. And when I when I want, I, I guess I don't, that that high from, from cake, you know, I, I don't know if I would have to like do a bungee jump, but I would never do that to get that amount of high. You know, I'm just, I'm just happy. You know, when I, I have a Japanese sweet potato right here. And, and when I, when I make a really good one, like yesterday, I just, you know, the right time, the right temperature, and I delve into it, you know, that that's really, that's really a food, you know, a food pleasure, but, but it's not really found in food anymore. And that's the thing that I had to put down so that I could blossom and move on. So for other people, it it could be anything, you know, I've, one of the beautiful things about this program is the community that we develop, the people that we get to know, having a resource when we're having a bad day, you're only a, a text message away on the on the platform. And um, you know, it's it's really great in that. I lost my train of thought, but um so it's not it's not really from food anymore. It's it it you know, that part of me is the old part that that's dormant. I love the analogy that you use of the mental house. You said, I cleaned up my mental house so it didn't need as many outside resources to patch it up. It would be like if your sink is breaking over and over and over again and your plumber says that they're going to retire, you panic. Oh no, but the sink breaks every day. I need you over here every day. Well, what right. if actually fix the fix the sink or we get a new sink so you don't need the plumber anymore right you said every once in a while you might need a plumber you do have bad days and part of being a human is not you know there's a misconception with emotional stability and people think that emotional stability is you never feel sad you never feel angry which is untrue emotional stability allowing yourself to actually feel that way and not numbing it out or pushing it away through the use of food right and you also talked about, you know, a bit about your signature system, which you have absolutely rocked and how you can still have, you use my chocolate cake, for example, or you use my breath. Yes. Will you talk a little bit about your signature system? Yes. So one of the exquisite things um, later in the program is developing a signature system, which has allowed me to know the foods that I like that um, are some are weight maintenance foods and some are special occasion foods. So it's not like I can never have X, Y, or Z. We do an experiment which allows me to have food and certain high calorie food that I, that I like and see how it fits with my, the, the scale, the reading on the scale that I wanna maintain and how my body feels with it is a big thing. That was another learning process because I, when we started working on this, I went to like a vegan pastry shop and had their cake. And then I felt crummy because it's just, I'm sure, filled with things that my body was no longer in sync with. And so that was a learning thing. And so now I know I could make great candy bars from your recipes that that are not as calorically dense, but they still totally scratch the itch 
for the sugar girl that is beautiful, the birthday cake. I just had my birthday in July and I made your birthday cake from your ebook. And it was like chocolate brownie. It was fabulous. It was fabulous. Yes. And, you know, I indulged, I ate cake for breakfast and I wanted to have that kind of, you know, devil may care attitude and, and eat that, but it's not as high calorie as before. So, you know, I really like part of the freedom is I know the foods that I want to have in my life and that and I could have them and I could fit them in and still go on without being out of my my range with my weight. So that's nut butter, your bread, uh, salsa and chips. And I can still have those things, um, you know, flax seeds and hummus seeds and uh, flax seeds and hummus. Uh, and chia seeds, um, you know, those are the things that I want to incorporate and continue to eat. And I can totally do that. And and those other pathways just just aren't there making me crave the food. But I know how to fit it in if I did want to eat those foods. Um, and so my signature system allows me to to have the foods I want for the long game. This isn't, you know, this isn't a sprint and then we're done. It isn't a diet. I've embraced a lifestyle. I love the concept that you teach of sitting down, looking at your month, looking at your, having your CEO meeting and looking at the food, making sure I have the plan for my menu, for my groceries. And it's, it's, it's doesn't take a lot of time now as we go through the months of learning these skills, then it takes less time to keep it going. And so the foods that I want that that are higher calorie, I know how to fit them in. So I don't feel deprived. So I know how to do the holidays. I know how to do my birthday. You are displaying such stability and control around food you got it covered. It doesn't control you. You know when you're going to have it and you know what foods serve you and you know what foods don't serve you anymore. And you're at peace with that. Right. Might you say to somebody who comes from a background very similar to yours and finds themselves in a position that you were in before we worked together? You don't always have to hit a home run the first time out. Part of our journey whether it's emotional, food addiction-based, alcohol, smoking, part of, part of getting a handle on that is to, to relapse and then get back on. But we could use your program as a skeleton to just climb up the ladder slowly and have that tool. So even if you're not sure, take the leap because I guarantee you, you're going to be hand-led through the process, if if you could be brave enough to do that, um, you are going to be so going in the right direction. Um, the you only will know about the program till you join and and are a part of it. But I wouldn't be here sharing this if it if it wasn't true. I've never done an interview. I'm not like a spokesgirl for any for anything but I will speak for you all the time, anytime you need me, because this is true. This is real. Um, 
take a chance on yourself because it's the start of a relationship with a nutrition coach that can really help you. None of the other programs are like this. And especially if you want to embrace a vegan lifestyle and be healthier. All my family has diabetes and high blood pressure and, and all of that stuff. I have none of that. I have none of that. So, I mean, that's just poof, one more benefit. Thank you so much for doing this, Darlene. You've been such an inspiration. Your story is remarkable, really, the transformation that you've gone through. And so give yourself a big pat on the back. I think that we're a good team, and I'm thrilled that we're going to be in cahoots for all these years to come. Thank you, Emmy. Thank you so much. You can hold your head high. Thank you. Yes. And I wore my Powered by Potato t-shirt. Oh, you, you got to show that. <laughs> there it is. If you made it to this point in the video, comment liberation because Darlene mentioned that she feels so liberated finally being free. I adore you, Darlene. Thank you so much for doing this interview with me. You're inspiring even the felines of this world. I look forward to meeting you who's watching this video. Click the link in the down bar and I'll see you in my next video.